What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And by popular demand, we brought Abby Scott back, the one and only. Great to have you back, Abby. How are you? Good. How are you? Nice to be back. Really good. Yeah, you know, everyone loved your episode so much last time. It was amazing. A lot of people said you know, everything you had to offer, you know, in particular, the talks about like mental health and just, you know, really taking advantage of, you know, knowing your situation and, you know, really just taking time for yourself. It was really, really impactful. So tons and tons of people wanted to have you back. Like we did a little poll. It was really cool. And, you know, what's awesome is Abby actually, it's funny because this is our third interview with Abby technically, uh, but me and Kyle really messed up. We kind of ruined the whole audio of the first one. It was a whole mess. And Abby was still nice enough to do a second one. So we're really lucky we're even getting three going here. So we really do appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I totally forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Maybe I shouldn't have reminded you. Uh, But what do you want to jump into here, Kyle? Yeah, I listened to a whole episode of the first one. I just, it reminded me today, like, I was just like, man, that was a great one. And I'm really excited to dive into some new topics that I feel like we left out and that everyone can take advantage of. So let's start off like, just like, what's new? I mean, we, we talked maybe six months or six months or so ago, but you know, what have you been up to? Just fill us in. Like, let's, uh, let's see what's going on here. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's like time has flown and like not moved at the same time because of everything. Um, but I actually just launched, uh, my third business, um, two weeks ago now or the 24th. Is that I can't even think. Um, I just launched a online clothing boutique for females. So that's been like absolutely crazy. Like we came up with the idea literally like six weeks ago and we launched it the 24th. So it's been kind of like a whirlwind. Um, But I feel like that's been taking all my time. Other than that, just like the normal coffee over cardio, social media, marketing, um, you know, hanging out with friends. I I think my life looks a little more normal now than other parts of the world or the country here. So um, I feel like things are getting back to normal in Texas, which is really nice. And the weather is getting really nice too. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, that, that's awesome. We're, we're definitely jealous. We just got put into lockdown again, probably for the millionth time. And it's funny, in all of North America, we've had the most lockdown. So we've been doing episodes over Zoom and stuff. So that probably helped us with the technological difficulties. But yeah, you know, I've seen that little boutique uh, you launch. I think that's absolutely awesome. It's really great. Everyone should check that out. Obviously, Abby's uh, Insta will be linked at the top. And it's funny because last time we talked about like how you balance having business, uh, you know, with your life and everything. And now you're just adding more and more, you know, maybe soon we'll do another interview and be like, yeah, I just started my hundredth business crushing it, you know? <laughs> so that's absolutely awesome. Like how, um, how has your schedule changed if at all, you know, having that third business there? Oh my gosh. I have worked more in the past few weeks than I probably almost ever worked. Um, but you know, when they say like, do something that you truly love, like, and it doesn't feel like work. It's honestly just been like such a blast. Um, and it's been like, kind of like a humbling reminder, I guess, to like start a business, especially a product based business, like from the beginning to remember, like, you have to do literally a little bit of everything. Um, and like from packing to like, I've built out these like extensive Excel sheets. I've you know, taking the photos, I've been in the photos, I've edited the photos. And then um, luckily, though, we do have like a really good support system just with our employees and our marketing team. Um, and they've just been like really supportive, helping me and Mike and then our, thir- our 
one and only employee with that specific business. Um, but it's been, it's been really, really fun. Um, I would say I've been starting to do these like 5:30 AM workouts, like probably three times a week, just because that's the only time I'm going to get to the gym sometimes. And I actually just made a post today about Instagram. There's a lot of people have been asking me recently, like, are you working with a coach? Like, what are you doing? Are you counting? And for once in my life, like I'm not doing like any of that. I'm just kind of like enjoying the gym, getting there when I can. And it's just not a focus point, which is really weird. Um, it's not a priority. And yet I feel like I look like the best I've ever looked in a really long time, especially like with intuitively eating essentially. So I don't, I don't know what balance is. <laughs> I just know I'm really liking what I'm doing. None of us do. <laughs> um, I'm still prioritizing like getting out to eat with friends when I can. And I'm like, so go, 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 go. I think right now, if anything that's slacking is taking like a step back for like me time. Um, but I haven't hit a wall yet. So that's, Okay, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you know, um, we've talked uh, with all of our guests about this as well. And, you know, even uh, we, you know, um, Travis S, we had him on recently. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets up around 4, 4.30 for his workouts. Now, now, my question for you is like, you know, going to the gym for 5.30. Um, we have a lot of clients, and I mentioned this a few times, who just, who have to get it in early. Like, do you have any words of wisdom or like what helps you just consistently stay the course and still get that workout in? Like, is it that just knowing that you're going to feel a hundred times better or like what, what drives you there to stay consistent with that? Um, I think there's a few things. Luckily I'm not going by myself. Um, like my husband, Mike, he is usually like, okay, Abby, come on. Like we said, we're going. And then, um, our employee that works for that new business has been going with me too. And I love working out with her. So I think that whole kind of piece of, you know, I can't let them down, like, and just not go. Um, so I have a little bit of accountability to get there. And then we have like kind of a group of friends that goes in the morning at that time. So, um, before their work, so that's kind of nice. Um, but I think there was like a week that I don't think I really worked out maybe more than twice. And I was going like pretty late. It was like eight 39 And I was just like, this is so stressful. Like I'm stressed getting to the gym to try to make sure I'm getting my workout in. I was like, you know what? Unfortunately, it's not my favorite time to go, but it's better than not going. And those are the days though that I am the most productive. And it's actually the few days that like I can get home at like six or seven and just kind of relax. Like I don't have something else I need to do when I get home. I can get home and just be home. So I think it's one of those things that like, you just have to like decide, well, this is still important. I still want to make sure I get it done. Um, you know, yeah, I need to go to bed a little earlier too, along with it, but I feel better knowing that I did it than, than not going at all. So, yeah, absolutely. I I love what you said about like kind of having someone to kind of force you into it a little bit. Like it, it's good. (laughs) Right. Even me and Kyle, like we work out together when we can and it's just awesome. Like, you know, those are the easiest workouts for me because I know I'm doing it. Like, it's like not as much of a negotiable because like you said, by having other people there, it goes a long way. And even, you know, with goal setting, we say like, if you speak your goals into existence and have people hold you accountable to them, it makes it more real and it makes it easy. So that's an awesome, awesome tip. And like another fun question, I guess, is obviously right now, like 
with the boutique, you're ramping up the hours, you're working a lot, you still have your other businesses, you have your health, you have all these things. Like, and you mentioned, you know, you're just kind of running forward. Like, are you the type of person that runs? So you kind of hit a wall and then do you try to fix it? Or do you have little checks to say like, Hey, maybe I'm doing too much. Should I pull back? You know, like, I'm kind of curious. I obviously, you know, it's not easy to have a set metric for that, but I'm kind of curious what you do, uh, you know, in regards to that. Um, I think naturally, yes, I am someone I will run straight into the wall. Um, I'm trying to be a little bit more, I guess, aware of it right now of, Hey, like my time is completely booked right now. And there are times that like, Hey, if I can go home early and just relax, like just take advantage of it. And even if it's just like coming home, just slightly early, like driving by myself, not driving with Mike, like just so I can sit on the couch for 30 minutes by myself and, and not do anything and like take a nap or something. Um, that's just been really helpful. I think it's been really nice timing that the weather here has finally been nice and not chilly um, or cold. Like it's, we're having like 80 degree days now here in Texas and the, the mornings are still chilly, but being able to go on walks at night to, which helps me because I like to get 10,000 steps a day. So it helps me check off that goal, but just being outside and like taking a walk and like not, I haven't even been listening to music. I've just kind of been walking in silence and like just taking it in like those moments of like, okay, just breathe, relax. Like you're okay. You don't have to be thinking about a few things. Like just being very mindful that I need to take these little tiny breaks for me um, has been helpful. And I'm trying to not make plans on the weekend. And there's usually ends up stuff being like done or like, well, last minute go do something. But knowing that like, hey, I don't have a lot of obligation on the weekend has been really, really important for me. Um, we've had like a lot of vis visitors and whatnot. I have a lot of travel coming up in the next few months. So I feel like I'm going to have to literally schedule days where I'm like, you know what, I need to work from home because I need to have some alone time, things like that. I know that's going to get more and more important, but I think it's just being mindful that like you set time to like, just breathe it is really important. I use the calm app all the time to literally do two minute breathing exercises like in my car. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And just to like quickly add on, like, I love what you said, having that awareness that you know, you like that time and like, whether it's driving home, having some time to sit and chill out to go on those walks, use those apps, like, that's absolutely incredible. And like another fun little add on there, like, I was recently listening to, um, you know, Tim Ferriss, and he was saying there's five things that if you can do three of them in a day, he sees it as a really successful day. And I thought it was cool you mentioned the 10K steps because we were both saying how much we like that metric too because everything else can happen. But it's like one thing, at least if you're walking, you feel so good. Like to you, what are some things in your day where you're like, if I do these things, if I check these boxes, like that was a really successful day. Like I feel good because of it. Like some little ones for me are like making my bed, 10K steps, you know, hitting a workout, like little things like that. Like what, and obviously for you, you have that, but I'm really curious to hear what other things you would deem like things that you find really nourishing and really to make a good day um the 10,000 steps um drinking like a gallon a gallon and a half of water is really important for me I feel one. so much better uh yeah I'll literally like yeah there we go we um, all got huge water bottles here's, here's. <laughs> um making sure I have like protein with kind of every meal I have um it's pretty important one. um I guess that like that's been more recently important 
because I'm always tracked. So where I'm not tracking, I just like want to be mindful, like, hey, I'm getting enough of it. Um, so like those three things, um, I jokingly say like, if I don't cry in a day, like that's a pretty good day, <laughs> but I haven't had a lot of emotional issues lately or not issues, but I haven't had that recently. Um, yeah, I feel like those three things, I, I'm not even a workout anymore. Cause I feel like if I get the steps, like that's something, you know, yeah. but even just adding on, if you're okay with it, because um, I know you're very public, like you have great tips. Make sure, once again, to follow Abby on Instagram. She's very real, honest, upfront. You know, she'll talk about anxiety, mental health, and all that stuff. Like adding on to what Josh asked, like for me personally, I have about two hours of just mental health checklists between meditation, between journaling, between walking, between lifting. Like that's what I do daily. Like, do you have just like a list of things that, you know, once again, you check off that's like, okay. I'm taking care of my mental health. It could even be for me, like watching a funny video, right? So I'm curious for you what works best and what advice you'd have for everyone here just to, you know, focus on that mental health um, when you can. Um, in terms of like mental health, um, I think, I mean, I guess like I look at it as like, okay, what's my stress management routine? And that is the outside walks. That's yep. the getting enough water. It's the breathing exercises. Like for me, those breathing exercises are insanely helpful for like the physical anxiousness that I can get. Um, so those like help and ground me and doing those like when I don't need it specifically, like really helps me. And then when I do need it, I like will use the app. And sometimes like I just need to cry and then I feel so much better too. And it's not even necessarily this, what I, the biggest thing I've learned the past year is like, sometimes you just need to like cry and not for any particular reason, but you can just feel overwhelmed. Like there's so much going on in the world right now and you can just feel all of it and whatever your family's going through, whatever you're going through, even if there's no particular reason, like sometimes you just need to let it out. And for me, I like to cry in the car and that's how I let it out. And then I just feel so much better. Um, but I think like those breathing, deep breathing exercises for me, because I just struggle, I've try, I'm trying, I'm, I'm still trying with like the meditation, but the deep breathing exercises for me go a really long way. Um, I do, like daily, like prayer, Bible, kind of that aspect. Um, and then I try to make sure I like touch base with a friend or my husband and ask how they're doing. Or if there is something that in any way is bothering me or a feeling that I'm just not sure about it, I try to like make sure that I like say it out loud. And even sometimes it's just like to myself, like, wow, I feel stressed or wow, I feel sad today or wow, blah, blah, blah. Or it's like reaching out to like my best friend, Lauren. And I'm like, you know, I really woke up sad today and I had no idea why, but I just needed to tell someone. And this is how I feel. Or it's reaching out to someone and just having a conversation about, hey, how are you? Like, let me check in with you. I don't need to be checked in today, but I need to check in with someone. And like that learning, like communication and how to be open about how I feel has been really helpful because it makes it just a little less hard for when I like really, really need it. If that makes sense. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a great lesson there, even like accepting your emotions. Like it's okay to be sad. It's good to be happy, but like not every day won't always be happy. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. Right. Like, especially when you're taking in, taking on a lot, right. Like to kind of have that understanding that, Hey, I can accept how I feel in that moment. And like that realization, like that's a, a really, really good tip. Anything to add there, Kyle? No, that was, that was awesome. I feel like just everything you said, like that was just great a great checklist right there I'm, I'm i'm glad i asked that i knew it'd be a really good answer there <laughs> yeah and a, a fun one i guess is like what do you do for like your mindfulness routine there like i know Where's everyone's that? like a little bit different with it like even me i've done so many different things like i've done the the loving kindness exercise for a bit you know where you kind of spend time to it's on oak i'm not sure if you tried it kyle but you wish someone to be yeah. happy to have peace and something else And it's just nice, like think of other people, but you know, lately I've been doing like Wim Hof and then I do like four minutes of box breathing, like, you know, cause I don't have that. I'm not super gifted where I can do it for like 30 minutes. So I like the shorter kind of burst of it, but you know, like even I was listening and one, one teacher, I guess was saying like, even if you just have one mindful breath a day, like that's a start. That's something I've been trying. Like, even if you just sit there and just take one intentional breath, like it feels good. So I, there you go. Kyle's doing it right now. Like I just try to get in what I can, but I'm kind of curious what you like to do. Like, and yeah. Uh, so what I like, sorry, I don't know. if I. So understand. like, I know you use the app, but like, is there a specific type you use app for? Like, do you just do like full on like meditation? I think you said two minutes. Do you do two minutes? Yeah, is it Abby? Like what's your, I, I do a two minute one. It's literally like guided deep breathing. And I'm hmm. pretty sure my watch has it too. Like through yeah. the Apple watch. And it's literally just like in, out yeah (laughs) and that's like the only thing you focus on and what i really like about it is two minutes is not a long time and i'm the type of person that if i have to go anywhere if i'm not five ten minutes early i'm late so i'll do that's usually when i when i'll do it is because i also get like a lot of anxiety like going into somewhere or you know i had like anxiety thinking about coming on the podcast like just natural like nervousness So I'll like make sure like I sit down and just like think about breathing. And like I said, for me, it's just made such a huge difference with at least like my physical anxiousness um, that at least like I'll feel a little bit more control with like whatever thoughts and whatnot is racing through my mind. If at least like my heart isn't pounding anymore, I'm not like quickly breathing kind of thing. So yeah, that app it's, you can set it for any duration. I know like um, for me, like two minutes works. Anything longer than that, I almost like fall asleep. Um, it's great for falling asleep or body scans or like usually what I do for that too. But two minutes is like you can find two minutes to do it multiple times a day. It's, you know, it's it's really easy. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Yeah, we used to, we used an app called OAK, like Oak. It's pretty good. It's it's a free app. It's got a lot. I know there's just a bunch of different ones and different types. And that's why I was curious. But even to lean into, you know, like being anxious and, you know, obviously even for you, like you said, coming onto this podcast, probably starting a business, like clearly you've overcome those things, you've embraced them. And more than ever, like, you know, it's something I've been hearing more and more from clients, listeners, is like this um, concept of being anxious. And it's understandable because like so many things are out of our control. So there's just, you know, the world's going a little bit crazy right now. I know even like there's, I don't know if you were affected by the snowstorm at all or anything like that. Oh, the one in Texas. Yeah. We, yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, oh, okay. Imagine having a snowstorm. Like how much do you guys usually get? Like if you have a really big snowstorm that you go to the grocery store and everyone's taking all the food kind of thing, like in preparation, like that's how bad the snowstorm is, but it's only like this month, like eight inches max. 
But the weird thing is, is that like, there's no plows, there's no salt, like there's no infrastructure for it. So it's just really weird because you're like, it doesn't seem like a lot, but for here, it really, really was a lot. Yeah, um, like it shows you, right? Like if some, if you're not prepared for something in that sense, like something small can be bigger, right? And like, I guess it's even like a cool analogy for like anxiousness, like how you said, like being mindful, taking some time to breathe can actually somewhat prepare you for that. Like, I guess you could not fully, of course, but like, at least you can kind of feel some degree of peace. But yeah, that's what I've heard. Because here, that'd be nothing like, you know, I'd be like, what? But you have summer tires, no plows, no salt, like, it's a very different story, right? And then even like your water lines and like all that stuff. It was absolutely crazy. I know, like, a lot of our clients and friends were affected by it. So, you know, but I guess even going back, you know, with all these different things, like how have you come to deal um obviously you said breathing and being mindful there but is there anything else you've kind of done to you know kind of work with that um so for my anxiety um I mean I started going to a therapist and going weekly and then I moved to bi-weekly and then now I go about once a month um and the biggest thing that she kind of taught me about it all was like even when you're not anxious like think about what is like truly causing you to become anxious and like what can you do to like work with that so like for example like I'm I'm driving on the way back to my house so I could have a quiet space for this podcast right and I started getting anxious about it I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna be on podcasts like you know, what if I say the wrong thing? Like, what if I mumble? What if I stutter? Like, you know, just getting like physically anxious and like concerned, you know, like I was like, oh my God, what are we going to talk about? Like, we didn't talk about what we're going to talk about. Like, (laughs) what if I can't think of an answer? Oh my gosh. And those are all like things going through my head. Right. And I can feel like my heart racing and stuff. And then I just kind of like took a deep breath and I was like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like, you're not exactly like the most outgoing person or I'm like kind of a shy person. And I was like, but you've literally talked to them before. Like you've done this already. Like it was fine. It was great. You did great. You've done multiple podcast interviews. Like you know how to talk about yourself. Like it's okay. And if you mess up, you mess up. Like it's not a big deal. They can edit it or you're just a human being and that's okay too. And, you know, and then I was like, I got here, I got settled in. I, you know, I, I did like my routine just to like get ready and, you know, and then here I am and I'm crushing it, doing awesome. Absolutely Um, crushing it. But I think it's one of those things that it's like if you can almost step back and say like w- like what is causing me these feelings, um, you know, you can kind of walk yourself through it a little bit. Um, for me, like the hardest part of anxiety is like having no idea wh- where specifically it comes from. And then I like panic more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that answered their question. It's just uh, that's kinda, a like, great answer. Like. I mean, even for me, you know, like same thing, like, I'm like, oh my goodness, like they're doing renovations in like the unit above me. And I'm like, oh, this podcast could be so stressful. It might be brutal, but we haven't heard it so far. So we're good, you know, like, and I've also come to realize like more and more in life that like a lot of things can be fixed, you know, like every, like, even when things feel like the end of the world, it's absolutely brutal. The worst thing, like life does carry on, you know, we find a way through it. Like, and you know, that's been one thing that I've kind of leaned into and that's really helped me. And I find I've become more flexible because of that, you know, which has been really nice. And I also like another big thing I've been doing too, is I've learned that by worrying about something a lot, I'm putting myself through more 
like anxiety. You know what I mean? Like a good example, even I'm like, Oh, like a while ago I had to get that COVID test. I'm like, I don't want this thing shoved up my nose, you know, like this is not going to be fun. Right. And then like, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to think about it. You know, I went there and I'm like, Oh, this was not even a big deal. And by like, kind of like not allowing my, well, trying not to encourage myself to keep thinking about it over and over and making all these horrible, like worst case situations. Like it really did help in a way. And like, yeah, I loved your answer because those are all things I've been actively trying to do myself. It's funny that you say that too, because I am a hundred, like I worry about everything like ahead of time and then say something like does go wrong. I'm so chill about things. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. Like, it's funny. It's just, I'm like, well, it's out of our control. Like what can we do to fix it? Like I'm a big problem solver and that part doesn't give me like anxiety at all. So it's just like, it's all, and then I think too is important to know about like anxiety is like so much of it is your own thoughts, like feeding it. So. Yeah. I always, uh, I love, it always brings me back even for myself. Cause you know, we, we all have these situations. I I'll always remember the, what fear stands for false events appearing real. And I'm like, the worrying about something a week from now. I'm like, wait, I'm just literally putting this all the scenario in, in my head, right? Like even how you were saying like, what if I say something wrong? And what if I, I mumble? And it's just like, you're, you're kind of putting that, you know, but it's awesome that you have those mechanisms in place to kind of combat that and to stay the course, which is amazing. So I'd like to change gears just a little bit. For those of you who don't know, um, Abby has, you know, competed. She's built some amazing things within fitness and she's still absolutely crushing it. And I know last podcast, we didn't talk as much about strength training as I'd like. And especially for you out with out there, you, you've, you've done some amazing things. Like you have a, a, a company called coffee over cardio, which I absolutely love. You know, most women, they start training. They want to become more in shape. Cardio, cardio, cardio. Now, cardio let's talk is about cardio. Strength. Yeah. Cardio is cardio. <laughs> uh, let's talk about strength training, like exercises you enjoy, like the things that you would just encourage for every everyday woman who just want to become more fit and, and, and look better and feel better. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the most important thing is to find something that you actually enjoy. So whatever I'm going to say and what I personally enjoy, like you might not like, and that's totally okay. Um, I have a few friends and they love the F45 like fitness classes and I hate fitness classes. Like I don't like being in there. I don't really Same. like cardio. Um, I get like very competitive. So I always like push myself way harder than I should, especially in like the first few classes and like get hurt from it. So for me, that's just not, it's, it like gives me anxiety thinking about it. Um, like I don't enjoy that. So I think the first thing is like, you need to find something that you enjoy and that might take some time too. Um, especially like in the beginning of starting things where it might be hard or uncomfortable or new, um, or even going to like a new gym, um, like get past the, the little bit of uncomfortable point in the beginning and give yourself a chance with things, um, is really important too. And I've done hundreds of fitness classes. So, you know, don't feel like, Oh, Abby, give yourself a chance. You might love it. Like, no, I've done hundreds of them. I used to do them for work, like take clients and I've given it a real shot. Um, it's just not my thing personally. Um, for me, I like lifting. Um, I was a D1 athlete and we did strength and conditioning training, um, you know, all through college. Um, that kind of lifting I didn't love. Um, but I would say that I, 
it was like so structured and such a job, especially by the time I got to college. And I think that's kind of why I didn't like it. But I also um, like, I don't love one rep, like finding my one rep max or like something like that. Like I want to get like six to eight reps of something and then fail kind of person. So for me, and I think for a lot of people, especially with lifting and, you know, when you, when you find kind of like what you like with lifting specifically is, you know, don't be afraid to really push yourself with like big weights. And like, for me, the past year and a half, like I've just gone to failure on so many things in that kind of six to eight range. And it's so fun because now all my friends do it. We're all the gym together. We're all pushing each other. We're all spotting each other, helping us get one or two just extra reps. Um, And so that's really, really what I like. And what I found is like that's kind of been changing my body like a crazy amount and not necessarily like in a huge way on the scale, but I look leaner or more toned or whatever words you want to use for it than I've ever looked before. And I'm still, you know, at a heavier weight than I have been. So. I think you just have to like give something a fair shot and then really, really push yourself for whatever it is and not be afraid to lift heavy. Like I, if you told me in college that I'd like shoulder press dumbbells, like anything over 25 pounds, I would have been like, okay, sure. Whatever. And it's like, I'm doing 55 pounds and it's, you know, hard and it's really hard, but it's really, really fun. So that's a good shoulder press. Like yeah, two five pound dumbbells. Yeah. Dang, that's what that's the heck? Beast. She's giving me a run for Nika, my money. That should be a TikTok in and of itself, right there. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And like, I love that tip because my whole thing with adherence, like, you'll do your best with the foods you like. You know, like that's why we do macros, not meal plans, with our clients. Because I'm like, if I made my meal plan, Kyle would be like, "This is disgusting. I don't want to eat it. Like, I'm not doing this." Right? But like, and vice versa. And like, when you actually do something you like and you give thing a fair shot and strength training in particular is really fun, you know, too. And I, I love that more and more we're like, you're seeing so many more women just really enjoying strength training, which is awesome. Cause it was such a shame that it was such like a weird taboo thing, like 10 years ago, you know, like it's just awesome. And like, even yesterday I got a text like, Hey, I was the only girl in the weight room and I was crushing it. And like, I was on, on the bench press and I felt confident there. And I'm like, exactly. Like, you know, you have every right to be there and to enjoy it. And like for everyone to give strength training, like a good try is just so fun. And like getting stronger is just a really fun metric too. Like, you know, because a lot of like progression is kind of arbitrary. It's like, do I look better? Do I feel better? And like to, to a way you can know it. Right. But if it's like, Hey, I used to do 40 pounds for the shoulder press. Now I'm doing 55. Like that's a pretty sweet metric to be like, okay, I'm really pushing it. So that was awesome for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely like, if you, I mean, what I've had to learn, I guess, recently, as I've done these kind of 530 AM workouts <laughs> is, um, you have to push yourself, like depending on the day too. Um, so like when I do those 530 AM workouts, like those lifts are so much weaker, but I can still push myself to a certain output where I'm working really hard and I'm failing, even if it's 20 pounds lighter or whatever, than it would be with three, four meals in me middle of the day. I'm really awake kind of thing. So being like kind of yourself there, but like knowing like, Hey, this is a type of output and hard work. I want to put out there and reach that every single time because the weights do vary. Yeah. Even Travis, when we interviewed him, he said the same thing. He's like, he's like, I could work out at like 11, but like, what do I have to sacrifice? Like, I know my workouts will be, you know, a little less lower quality at 5am, but like, 
I'm still getting it done. And that's, that's truthfully matters versus like saving it for like even 8 PM. It's like, are you really going to get there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like strength training is, isn't talked nearly enough about, I think it's still growing, but it's just like, everyone wants to see change. And then, you know, it's just like, they're, they're still not doing some sort of strength training, resistance training, which is game changing. Now um, I have a question for you. You've had a coach for many, many years. Um, you know, Josh and myself, for those of you who are new, who are just coming from, you know, Abby's Instagram or wherever you are, we've helped over a thousand um, people to date transform. And uh, you know, uh, we primarily help a lot of women lose weight for over 90 days, but also keep it off. Now you've had a lot of coaches, like what's your experience? And like, why do you think majority of people should have one um if you do you know accountability is huge we always talk about but i just want to hear about your experience and why you believe in coaching um for me it's always been i think it's accountability because yeah. even if you know everything in the world it's still someone that you have to check in with they're gonna have the most non-biased view of you um and to, to see changes and and how to make those changes where um, I think like most people are just so impatient with themselves and their results, whether it's to lean out or to gain strength or, you know, whatever it is that it can be really hard to give yourself like really, really honest feedback. So like having a coach that can just like take a step back, look at everything from your digestion to your, you know, are you being accurate with your macros? Are you actually pushing yourself in the gym? Um, I think that's like just the the biggest reason why to have one. I mean, you look at professional bodybuilders and they, you know, guys stepping on the Olympia stage, like they have coaches, like they check in with people. Um, you know, you can have people who, you know, you guys are super knowledgeable and like you still need to check in with someone. It's just like, it, it just helps you to stay on track, stay on like in, I think just like in a better, like mind, like mind state for yourself. I don't think that's a word, but, um, state of I got you. um, <laughs> It And that's like, for me, like that's, you know, been the biggest thing is, you know, I can look at my, I, I think back to when I was competing and I was like two weeks out and I was panicking because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. And I'm fat. Like I'm not, you know, and I just think about that and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, no, you were completely wrong. You couldn't see yourself. Like you literally could not look at yourself in the mirror and see what was true. So why would you be able to make a change that was appropriate when at the time my coach was like, okay, cool. Refeed, eat more. And I was like, okay, but it's just part of like trusting the process. Um, you know, and if you aren't knowledge knowledgeable, you know, you, you want to work with someone who knows what they're doing and isn't going to just diet you into the ground and who's going to educate you. I think that's a big thing for coaches. Like i I hope that they're educating you on why they're making certain changes. Um, and even like being able to argue maybe even the counterpoint or whatever it is, like that's a really important factor so that you can learn and that, so you can go your separate ways at one point. Um, you know, for me, like right now, like I'm not working directly with my coach, but if I messaged him tomorrow and was like, okay, let's start again. Like I have a goal, you know, next year that I want to do X, Y, Z, like, let's start on a plan. I need, I need to be more accountable right now. I need this, this, and this, and this, it would, you know, it'd be implementing a coach to keep me on track because even the fact that I just have to check in once a week, that makes, keeps me really honest. Or if I have to send my training videos to show that like, Hey, I'm like reaching my intensity that like you're expecting of me. 
um, he can be really, really honest with me and be like, you know, Abby, like you could get three more reps with that weight or like bump it up 10 pounds. Like you're not struggling enough, like go ahead. And that just keeps you, I think it keeps you to, to be the best that you can personally be in whatever your goal is. That was so well said. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad, you know, even a lot of like Josh and myself, like sometimes like it's funny. Cause like, we're just there, like the accountability is huge, but even sometimes someone's like, Hey, you know, uh, I feel like it wasn't the best week. I'm not making as much progress. I'm like, we like, we'll pull up four different mechanisms and be like, okay, your average weight's down. Your measurements are here. Your strength is here. And it's just like having that, like, we're all so hard on ourselves and just having that accountability. Like, I'm so grateful we've worked with so many amazing people, but that was super well said. Um, yeah. Did you have a, another question by the way, Josh? No, I think that was awesome. I love, you know, what you said about accountability. Like people always ask me, you know, what do I think the most important thing of all fitness is? And in my opinion, it's just being consistent, right? If you can be consistent, you're going to succeed, you know, like having these little metrics of success to like 10,000 steps, all these things. But even for you, like, even though you said like right now you've done coaching so long, you have great, you know, you have a great base. And now like you're still making sure your husband's holding you accountable. You have your friend, your workout partner there that you're getting it in with. And like, that's just the way to do it. Like me and Kyle are always on each other, you know, to make sure we're progressing and proving and pushing. And like, it's just so good to definitely have that source. Um, you know, and we've even talked about like, you know, surrounding yourself with things that can be, you know, in terms of way of accountability, like a podcast or something that gets you, inspired but having someone to directly report to is definitely really really valuable but we know abby has got to zoom out you know she's been super busy um, but we really really appreciate you uh taking the time to film this because i think this will help a ton of people so if you really like this episode you know definitely do abby the solid of giving her a follow on instagram uh maybe you know check out her new boutique shop it's really awesome um maybe we'll get kyle in some of those clothes might not look <laughs> that probably will be a no-go I'll take, I'll take the coffee. I'll take the coffee over cardio, but sorry, I have one last question. We haven't done this for anyone. So pressure's on. No, I'm kidding. What does fit, healthy, and happy look like to you? For example, I've been 150. I wasn't happy or healthy. I've been 200. I wasn't happy or healthy. We all have different definitions. What, what does it look like to you? Like overall fit, healthy, and happy? Um, I mean, I'm pretty fit, healthy, and happy right now. So, I mean, I'm doing what I love every day. I'm not stressed about, you know, what I look like. I feel confident. You know, my digestion is good. My sleep's good, you know, and I have so much going on. And it's just, it's like this weirdly good balance is like, it's just so natural for me to want to go to the gym and get a good workout and to eat the foods that I'm choosing and, you know, to wake up every day and to work hard because I'm enjoying it. Like, and it's, you know, I feel good about myself and you know, I'm in a really healthy state. So I'm happy. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. And even just, I feel like what you would kind of like talked about just even like having the habits like, like in place, like, I feel like even when we compete, it's like, there's some parts where it's just like so stressful. Whereas now it's just kind of like, you know, you're, you're just doing it and it's like a, it's like a lifestyle. So yeah, that was really well said. Um, I know I put you on the spot there, but I'm really glad I asked it. Cause that was a good answer. Yeah, but Abby did great. We didn't plan any of these questions. We've just been chitting and chatting. And I, you know, I think it was really, really valuable. I definitely got some great uh, takeaways here. So I really hope everyone did enjoy it. You know, if you have enjoyed the, the podcast, you're new, you know, make sure to subscribe. Uh, you know, we do episodes every Monday, 
every other Wednesday and every Thursday. Um, and once again, be sure to check out Abby's IG. We'll put that as the first link in the show notes here. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everyone has a fantastic day and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Peace and love always.